I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. This isn't a robbery. Hands in the sky if you got a dream. Learn nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. Today is Monday, that means it is Q&A time. So without further ado, we got one from Mike. What is a realistic per video price to have a small video production company create content that our internal marketing department writes? Talking about money on this Monday, bright and early. So cost per video. This is a very vague question, but I'll answer it in the best capacity that I can. I mean, video production costs have a huge range to them, right? So if you work with a video production company. It's kind of like anything. If you work with somebody that only does that, then they rely on only that as their source of income. So they typically charge more for that. Um, so a four to five minute video from a video production company will typically cost you anywhere from 10 to $15,000. Now, can you find it cheaper? Absolutely. You can, you kind of get what you pay for. Can you find a freelancer to do it? Yes. Can they do it for 500 bucks, 800 bucks? Yeah. Um, but you know, is that going to be the best foot forward? There's some people out there that can create some amazing things for a thousand bucks, but you don't want to look at it as like a singular aspect, right? A single video is just as good as a single article, right? It's just one thing. And most industrial companies create a single video and they put it on their website and they think, Hey, I got traffic going to my website. They're going to see this video. It's worth 10 grand. It's worth five grand, whatever it is. And then they push it out on social and they hope that it gets tons of attention and traffic, usually that doesn't happen, right? The world is noisy. Social platforms are noisy. Um, you're trying to get attention from people. You need to be noisy to get their attention away from all of the distractions, whether it's things that are happening overseas right now in Europe or things that are going on in their personal life or things that are going on at their work life. You know, like there's tons of noise and distractions. So in order for you to grab it, it's all about consistency, of putting stuff out there and consistency of creating new content. Um, if we just did one show a month, then you guys would not come across my content as frequently, nor would you probably respect um, or appreciate the content that we do every single week. So it's all about creating content, especially video at scale. The only way to do that is to partner with somebody that knows how to do that at scale. And typically it's not a production company. You have to work with a, you know, for you guys in industrial an industrial marketing agency like MFG tribe that says, Hey, we're going to come in, we're going to shoot, you know, a day and a half, a day to a day and a half worth of content to create six to 12 videos that we will release out on a weekly basis over three months and then come back and shoot more content to then release weekly videos out. That's what works, right? That's what works right now is you have to create and post things on a weekly basis because you do not know when that person's going to see it, whether they're searching for it or not searching for it, you don't know. So you have to be there to focus on that omnipresence, which those of you that follow my content know I talk about that a lot, which is just being everywhere all at the same time. In order to do that, you have to create a lot of content. Um, but to answer the question directly, you know, I don't want to just say it depends, but it's a wide range. Uh, you get what you pay for. You have to make sure that whoever it is that's doing your video has a lot of experience doing industrial manufacturing related content. You have to avoid things like the people that say, I don't need content. I can just pull stock stuff, stock, stock images, stock video footage, and I can just put text on the screen. Usually those videos aren't going to tell the story that you want. Um, 
It's people that are saying things like, I'm going to do like this whiteboard animation looking things. I personally hate those videos. I think that they're stupid. Um, I don't care what your brand is, what you're selling in industrial manufacturing. If you create a video like that, um, it looks cheap and cheesy. So you get what you pay for, but I would recommend like a single video in a series of videos. A single video is probably $1,000 to $1,500. Bucks. Um, if you're doing a set of videos, you could spend anywhere from six to $20,000. You've come across them dealing with uh, customers that have used production companies in the past. There's people that'll charge you $40,000 for a three-minute video because they have made videos for big brands or for news stations or production companies, things like that. And they're like, hey, if you want me, if you want my expensive equipment, like red cameras and things like that, um, then it's going to cost you $40,000. That's not worth it. You don't need anything or any company that's going to do that type of scale. Um, but I would say on average, 1000 bucks a video um, in a series, if you're looking at just come and shoot something, most likely to get the good stuff, you're going to be spending at least five grand. Um, but the key is not really on the cost. It's on what is it going to do for you? What is the strategy behind it? Creating one video will do nothing. Save your money. Don't spend 10 grand. Don't spend five grand on a single video. It has to be multiple videos. If the people that you're talking to are like, no, you want multiple videos, it's going to be $40,000. That is ridiculous. Uh, just come to us at mfgtribe.com and we could do it cheaper and honestly way better because we know your industry. Tristan says advice on how to frame or shooting something like CNC mill for self-shooting for a sales demo. Um, all right. So self-shooting for a sales demo. I mean, it depends if you're, if you're doing a demo to a customer, there's two ways to do it. Um, I would say you could use like a logic tap logic tech C 290 webcam. It's going to do better than your phone would do. But if you're, if you are willing to spend a little bit of money, like right now we're shooting all of our live content uh, it could be done just like this, except you just tap into a webinar. This is done with a DSLR camera with a decent lens on it, with some decent lights, and that could get it done. So for $2,500, $3,000 max, um, you can get it done. Nick, would you agree with that? Give me a head nod. Yep, Nick's agreeing with me. Um, and so that's what I would do. I would just invest in a simple DSLR. Like we've got the Canon. This is one of our backup cameras that that just stays here to only shoot this. This is a Canon SL3 uh, it's like a year and a half old. I think we've got the 18 to 55 lens on it. I'm not yet next saying yes. Um, but the, the picture is good. The quality is good. So if you just set this up on a tripod and then cable it into your computer and you're running your webinar, your sales demo through this DSLR camera, it's night and day difference. If you go back to my lives um, and go back to the first one we did, that was with a webcam right? And you can't control the zoom. It, the lighting's a little bit jacked up, but with a DSLR camera, super simple to use. You can watch the videos on YouTube on how to use it. This is the setup that I would do when we've worked with companies in the past and they're doing sales demos and stuff like that. We come in and set up a system, tripod, simple DSLR camera that costs, you know, 500 bucks for the body, 500 bucks for the lens. Um, and then just buy the cables wired into your computer and then just run it off of your computer. That's the best way to do it. And then just change the the mic instead of this boom mic um, or this podcasting mic, just change to a, a wireless lavalier microphone. That is how I would do it. Anonymous, an anonymous person said, you mentioned that LinkedIn is the biggest social asset for marketing and lead generation for the foreseeable future. Do you have any predictions for what may be the best tool down the line? I think what's going to happen 
is I don't think that LinkedIn is going to go away from being the main social platform for industrial manufacturing companies to focus on. What I think and I know is already happening, it's going to continue to happen, is new features and platforms are going to become available that integrate with it, right? So like LinkedIn Live came available about a year and a half ago for beta testing. Um, it's more readily available now. And now it's not just on a personal level, but you can apply from a company standpoint and then you can go live on your company. Right. So like that's something that a year and a half ago, people weren't thinking about. Now that it's here, this is something that everybody needs to grab a hold of because you can build out your audience through your LinkedIn company page, apply to be a broadcaster for it. You should get approval pretty quick. We've got multiple clients that we've gotten approval for and we're going to start managing their LinkedIn lives. But this live platform is the best tool because you can get immediate attention and response. It's It's gone with the days of like the webinar and you can still do that. You can still do webinars and make them live and, and engage with people. But why not reach a broader network and go live on your LinkedIn company page or go live on your personal profile? I think a, like platforms and technology that's going to go on top of the systems that are already working is really what to pay attention to and how quickly do you adapt and integrate it? Because most things in industrial manufacturing, everything's so slow, right? Like there, people are just now starting to respect video and content marketing and doing the the new approach of uh, that's been going on for multiple years but more people are bought in now to say like yes i need to write content make videos push them out on social focus on giving value first before i go and ask things that's been happening for multiple years industrial manufacturing companies are now adapting to it so i think the thing to look out for is not necessarily a new platform a new tool it's what can i what new features can i put on top of existing platforms that work right? Live is going to be it. Everybody wants a raw uncut stuff. They don't want just the pre-programmed and pre-scripted sometimes video content that you create. That's cool, but people want raw and engaging content to be able to chat with people at that company, to be able to ask questions like you guys are now. This is what people want these days. So since LinkedIn put live on top of its platform, um, it was, it's still a little bit buggy. It's not as streamlined as Facebook, Instagram, things like that, because they've been doing it for multiple years, but this is what I would pay attention to right now. And I think that the live platform is going to carry us on for at least the next 12 to 18 months, um, and possibly even further. And then it's going to, that somebody's going to create something that goes on top of the live platform to make it even better, even more seamless. Maybe it's mobile. You know, people are able to walk around going live. You can't really do that as well on LinkedIn as you can on like Facebook and Instagram where you can just click go live because LinkedIn uses third party. You don't go through their system. You have to have a third party integrator. I think that's going to be more cool um, and a feature that comes out. But I would definitely say right now, focus on the live aspect uh, of social. From Jennifer, I agree that trade shows real value is buying the lists of regist registrants and attendees. Can you walk me through how to best organize and use that information? Um, I'm glad that somebody else agrees with me on that. So you don't want to just grab everybody. Or if you do get a list of people that, you know, like when people register for a trade show, they typically like the trade show will ask them, what things are you interested in? Check these boxes. Obviously, you're going to want to filter and ask the trade show company for uh, people's information. And depending if you're in Europe, I don't know the rules behind that. They probably restrict that now uh, with the new laws that have been going on in the last year to two years. Uh, but <clears throat> you're going to want people that were searching for your services. Um, and then you're going to want to filter it down based on, you know, company size, title, uh, job function, things like that. And then once you get that information, once you know that it's clean, 
then you're going to put it in some sort of CRM system and start marketing to them very lightly and easily. Do not hit them <clears throat> with any sort of um, here's like a Home Depot ad type of thing with your banner at the top and everything center justified and low and logos and graphics and things like that. You're just going to want to make it really simple. Like, Hey, wish, wish I would have met you at the trade show. Um, sorry that we missed each other. Wondering if you have an interest in these things or hit them with some value. Hey, sorry, we didn't catch each other at the trade show, but we just made these two videos. We wrote this two articles that I thought you would get some value out of like, the strategy behind it is no different than if you get a list from Zoom Info, which everybody that follows my content knows. I love Zoom Info. They're the best with data uh, mining and data management. They have the cleanest information and the best system to use. Um, but it's no different if you purchase a list through them or get a list through a trade show company. You still want to hit somebody with value first. You still want to say um, that that here's something of value um, and and I wanted, wanted to try and educate, entertain, or, or bring you some sort of value first before I say, do you want to buy something from me, right? I would do that multiple times. Here's a piece of value. Here's more value. Here's more value. And then go in and be like, hey, if you guys ever have a need and want to book a quick 10-minute call, talk about this supply chain issue, talk about this technology, talk about how our robotics company is changing the market and the landscape with efficiencies, whatever it is, then you go there on the third, fourth, uh, you know, time after you've already provided value, then you go in for the ask. Um, but other than that, it's no different. Whether you purchase something at a trade show, go through Zoom, Zoom Info, provide value first, reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn, same process, same principle. You connect with somebody on LinkedIn, don't hit them up with, do you want to buy from me? Send them value first a few times, then go in and just lightly, easily just be like two sentences. Hey, we do this. If you ever have a need, let me know. Not we do this. Do you want to book time with me right now? That's a little bit too pushy, um, but we do this. If you ever have a need, let me know. They don't respond to it. Follow up a few weeks later with a piece of valuable content. Hey, we just produced this piece of content. We just wrote this article. We just published this case study. Thought you might guys want to get some value out of it. Some of you know would get some value out of it. And if you ever want to chat about your guys' stuff, let me know. Here's a link below. And that's it. And just keep it that simple. Um, that's what I would say is the best way to use that. That's all the questions that we have for this show. We will be back on Wednesday at noon central standard time for the industrial marketing and technical sales portion of the week. So as always, guys, we appreciate you joining in. We appreciate you sharing the content. Don't forget that if you get value out of it, share it with somebody that you know uh, and help spread the word and the message. Tell your friends about it. Follow me on LinkedIn. Send me messages. Ask your questions or send your questions to askkyle at mfgtribe.com and we'll answer them, them on Mondays. And as always, we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.